You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the Rob Love's life. Welcome back to Fan Critical. We've already said Happy New Year in a previous podcast, but I'll say it again, <laughs> Happy New Year if this is your first foray with Fan Critical uh, in 2022. Ever. Um, and we have a lovely surprise for you, kind of a bonus in a way, um, for several reasons. Um, mainly because anyone who listens to this podcast historically knows that we have a slight obsession with Ghostbusters. Specifically um, Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Specifically Ghostbusters 2, mm. <laughs> which some say is underrated and some say is overrated. No one quite <laughs> knows. I would play the jingle, but probably everyone's sick of that jingle already. Um, today, yeah. I'm joined by my fellow uh, Busters. Uh, my fellow Busters. Hello, John. Hello there, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Getting over my COVID now. Yeah. So probably COVID negative mm. at this moment in time. Probably sounding a lot better as well. Um, Gareth, my other Ghostbuster friend, how are you? Hey, mate. I thought maybe we should all be called podcast from now on because of the podcast we do. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you know what I should have done? I said, you know, I'm going to do it now. I'm just going to add it on because I just thought of it now. This is the new intro. This is the new intro. It's like, so I know what you're thinking. Um, it's Ghostbusters. Who am I going to call? Well, I've got John and Gareth on the line. Yeah. Here you go. Good. There you go. That's better. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. That, isn't Don't it? even edit it. Just yeah. leave it in like that. Nope. Keep it. No, yeah, yeah, Perfect. yeah. This is chill, bro. This is yeah, definitely leaving it in. I'm very surprised that you've not gone right. This is blah blah blah. This is this Ghostbuster. This person represents this Ghostbuster. I'm very surprised. Yeah, yeah you know, I did think about that, but but John, I've actually. It's funny that you, you mentioned such a thing because I've got you in my notes as um, Muncher. So okay. I don't know what you think yeah. about that. Brilliant. <laughs> but you're glad he brought it up now, John. Yeah. Gen- genuinely. Well, do you, do you wanna... So that's later yeah. on. Good. Good. Unbelievable. I don't even know why I bother with this podcast, to be honest. I don't get paid for it. I didn't even want to do this podcast. Sunday morning. Could have been sitting there, you know. 
Shell and Ella, my wife and daughter, are out. So I've got Sunday morning free. Could have been sitting there playing Spider-Man on PS5. Good game. Uh, I'm sitting here getting fucking insulted instead. Look so, at that, Len. Len, he's it? eating his microphone. Stop it, John. Unbelievable, <laughs> honestly. Go on and get on with it. Anyway, so uh, yeah, get on with it. So get we're here it. to talk about the Ghostbusters sequel, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, it's been a long time since Ghostbusters 2, and there have been many failed attempts to make a Ghostbusters 3. Um, Go on then. How many? And this isn't really... Probably five, if anything. Three. Um, but this is... Uh, this is a spiritual sequel in a way. It's not, you know, it's not a direct sequel. It's a reboot. I don't even know if you want to call it that. It's a tough one. It treads a line. Um, and I'm going to tell you right now that the Rotten Tomato score, uh, hazard a guess, uh, please, boys, for the critic score. Critic score. 62%. Mm, no. Okay, John's Googled it. I was going to say 69%. It's 62%. So John, John knows. Know. He's been reading yeah. it. He's been reading it. Done some Good research. Shit, mean. Not like that. Not like, you know, um, fucking <laughs> no thanks for it, is there? You know, get on with it. No, I'm no, not. Dumb, thank dumb, you. John, stop it. <laughs> not even have breakfast yet. Come on. Fucking The audience score. What is for breakfast? Give me a... I don't know. Just a bit of like <laughs> metal. wood. Metal. metal. <laughs> anything. Some bars. Some jail bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, the audience score is ninety five percent, guys. Uh, so obviously, he's doing very well with the audience. <coughs> now, this is interesting. I w- I thought we'd compare this to a film that we recently just reviewed <laughs> on sixty minutes to midnight, which, in a way, is a similar sort of film. It's a sequel to a film that happened ages ago. Um, some people didn't want it necessarily. However, I thought it was quite interesting to note how Matrix is actually sort of polling. Uh, more favorably <laughs> with critics compared to this, uh, which I thought was quite interesting because critics, the biggest issue that I've noticed online from reading a few reviews from respected reviewers and listening to a few things as well, is that they say that Ghostbusters Afterlife is got too much fan service, which is kind of negative. But then they praise Matrix for literally just playing clips of the original film and literally just also fan service all over again it's just a rehash of the original so i thought it was quite an interesting um you know just a bit of how have they come to that decision yeah. like you read one critic's review of this and, and the matrix someone who loves the matrix and then pans this and i'm i, I find it fascinating to me um I, yeah but I, I don't think matrix is fan service it's just a terrible no, film it's fan disservice yeah true true in a way yeah so it's kind of like i mean a lot a lot of people that love the matrix and look i mean look, len you're one of them you know if it was fan service you probably oh, be well, like, the original yeah yeah um yeah. yeah yeah so if if resurrections was fan service i mean i'd still hate it because mm. i didn't like two or three but you'd probably like it um let's be honest this ghostbusters film is serious fan service which is why, and we all love Ghostbusters, so we're probably going to be quite kind in our scores. But um, I'll tell you one thing I won't be kind about, and I want to get your opinion on it. The title of this film, Afterlife. I don't like it. Mm. I've never liked it, even when e- it was announced. Okay. Why not? I just, uh, I don't know, it feels like a video game a little bit, Ghostbusters Sounds Afterlife. Sounds a bit like a Hellraiser movie. 
uh, Afterlife does sound like a video game. Do you know what's really funny? Do you, do you know what's funny that you mentioned uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife? The third Ghostbusters film, and this was one of the ones that failed pre-production ages and ages ago, I'm talking decades ago, uh, written by Dan, a- Dan Aykroyd, was called Ghostbusters Hellstrom. And it was that was going to be Ghostbusters 3, where they get sent to a parallel universe of New York, which was inhabited by ghosts. And it was like a, a more dark future mm. for Manhattan Alternative and stuff like York. that. And it, yeah. Uh, and that never, that, never, that never happened. But it did actually get sort of a video game incarnation uh, about five years later. That was sort of the um, plot of one of the video games. So it's funny you mentioned video games there. Um, and there's a little bit of Ghostbusters failed pre-production history for you. Talking names, if we're talking title of the movie, the the real issue should be with Ghostbusters because let's be let's be honest, this is never about ghosts, is it? These are these are monster bun- busters. That's, <laughs> mm. In a way, who's ever seen a ghost that's <clears throat> looks like you know a. Well, before we get into spoilers, Gareth, uh, we're going to talk about the film spoiler-free for our overall thoughts and reviews, and then we're going to jump into the spoiler chat. Just don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Um, so I know there's a staggered release across the world. It's been out for maybe a few weeks in America, and it's just come out here in Australia, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> first and foremost, can I please get your blueberry scores for Ghostbusters Afterlife? I'm going to start with you, Gareth, and of course, a synopsis. Um. Sorry, you want to get you want me to give it a synopsis? <laughs> uh, review, review oh, it for right, me. Okay, got you. And give it um, some blueberries. Sure. We've been doing this for two hundred and fifty episodes. <laughs> I think you know. Let's just go. It was a little bit confusing, <laughs> right. but anyway, it did say it give was. it a synopsis, right? Like yeah. I'm not making that up. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ghostbusters. So, <clears throat> uh, you're right. There is a staggered release, and unfortunately, it's um. I mean, it's out in the cinemas here in Melbourne at the moment, but uh, having been locked down with COVID and uh, having Melbourne just exploded with COVID, it's very yeah. much like uh, some of the scenes in the original Ghostbusters where New York is just overrun. Um, that's what Melbourne's like at the moment. Um, so I, I didn't get to go to the cinema to see this. Uh, I had to find a stream online <laughs> and it was a bizarre experience. That can that can dictate your experience sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. So about twenty five minutes in, some oh god pop ups voice not pop ups. I wish it was pop ups. Some voice just started shouting over the top in Arabic, and I, like I think it was, <laughs> I think it was like audio description, um, and it was bizarre. <laughs> And so, um, I, I no, that was this. in the film, mate. That was genuine in the film. I got that in my yeah. uh, version. Well. Um, it was, <laughs> yeah, that took me out of it somewhat. Um, Dan Aykroyd is uh, he's converted to Islam, uh, in the it's Ghostbusters. It, so, I had that, I had the, the audio troubles, uh, I had some bizarre sort of color changes throughout it sort of went from being very bright to being very dark in within the same scene. Um, so that was a shame, but I was able to put that to one side, and I really liked this film. I, I actually had a very good time watching it. I think um, uh, there were there was trepidation going into it for me because it's such a hard thing to reboot 
an absolute classic from the 80s. Um, and to ensure that you do its service today in the modern world, within the modern context as well, um, without shitting all over the original is a really hard thing to do. And I th- I think they managed it. Um, I think what they managed to avoid doing is... Uh, or what they did do is they they sort of made a film that's that's somewhat timeless. I think like this film that was made, it works as a film made today, but it could have been made at any point really since since Ghostbusters came out, and it would fit in with that with that world. The choice to go, you know, this isn't a spoiler, but the choice to have it in a rural setting, I think, really helped that. I think that was a real, that was a, a clever touch. Um, I thought it had a lot of heart. Um, the the young cast are, are really good. Um, Finn Wolfhard there, obviously, but but f- he's not the star of the show by any stretch. Um, I don't think his his sister and and her mate podcast, which um, yeah yeah legends. Um, they're 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 great. I absolutely love them. And there was some. There was enough. There were enough touches and reminders of the past and. Uh, harks back as we say on this podcast doesn't really make much sense um back to the original films for it to be touching and and heartwarming i really liked it um i'm giving it four blueberries um Mm. lovely score lovely score four blueberries i mean you, you you can't go wrong with four bloobs to put it into context you gave matrix one so it's lucky to get uh, that one, let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to return to form, isn't it? I'll go next. Um, and I will say that I also had a lot of fears that this film just just leave Ghostbusters alone with my general sort of thought process. It's got past the point where the old cast could really, you know, shoulder a, a third movie. So they would have to reboot it. And I was always sceptical, just like, uh, you know, and... And don't take this as offensive to the um, sort of all-female cast of Ghostbusters film that was made, but I watched that film and it had no connective tissue for me to the original. <laughs> like, it didn't have enough going on there. Yeah. That I, I, and the, the sort of tone wasn't right. And it just it just really didn't it just didn't work for me at all. Yeah, we um, get it, mate. You hate women. And, and, we get it, all right? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Because my favorite, I, I love the female characters in in this iteration. His of mother is one, like, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Um, now nah, this 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 was a a, a lovely surprise um, because it 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 does have heart. It has it has a tremendous amount of of, of character, a tremendous amount of soul. Um, it 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 takes some of the best bits of the old films, and it doesn't rely upon them necessarily. And it just uses them, in my opinion, in the correct way. Like, I, I didn't feel like they used, you know, Ecto-1 too much. I didn't feel like they they overdid it with some of the, the gadgets. I think they just used them the correct amount and the amount that got me extremely excited. And I was telling John before we started recording, I was like, uh, you know, our, our, our young baby Alfie is going through a bit of a sleep regression. So he wasn't sleeping very well yesterday. And we were watching this whilst we were in the middle of trying to get him to sleep and every time we got him to sleep I wanted to turn the movie up because 
I wanted to hear those sound effects, those yeah. glorious, glorious sound effects that I remember. It's like the turning on of the proton pack, the ghost traps, Ecto-1 sirens, you know. Um, <laughs> and every time I turned it up, my partner was like, T- turn it down, turn it down. So I, I was a bit devastated <laughs> that I didn't get to hear this in a full yeah, Turn it up, if anything. <laughs> so, yeah. If anything, turn it up. I want to hear that um, Arabic audio description, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the memories of Ghostbusters exactly. too, the um, proton packs, the Ecto One, the uh, yeah, the Arabic screaming—it's just it brings it all back. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, this was a glorious surprise, and uh, just I just I I absolutely adored it. Um, it, it setting it in a rural setting, like you said, Gareth. Visually, I thought was actually really um, jaw dropping. Like, dry, you know, no spoilers, but just the the backdrop of these like wheat fields with the the proton packs the streams of the proton packs and 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 the ghosts and stuff i thought it worked brilliantly and uh the the, the new cast is is absolutely uh, adorable and that is the only way i can describe them they are adorable <laughs> and i would happily uh see the see another uh, ghostbusters film but maybe you don't need one Maybe you don't need one. I'm going to give it four as well. Um, it's not going to get a five, unfortunately. I think there's a couple of things, which I'll talk about in spoilers, which didn't quite work for me. Um, but overall, had a bloody great time, even if I did have to keep the volume at a very controlled level. And now to uh, someone we've released from a ghost trap mm. to talk to us. John, Yeah. thoughts? Um yeah, I mean, j- well, just get that uh, out your mouth for a start. <laughs> God, that sounds dodgy. Yeah, yeah. It's not my finger <laughs> or a penis. Um, it's just a bit of wood. All right, I said I'd not have breakfast, so a bit of wood. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, yeah, I mean, just just picking up on something you said there, Gaz. You called it a reboot. Um, do you think they'll make more of these? I hope not, but I think they might. Um, what it, 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 the, this is this is the thing. This is the formula with Hollywood. Is it successful? Yes, they will make more. Did in terms? Sorry, did it make money? Yes, they will make more. Yep, this made okay money. Okay money. Yeah, all right. Not, money not, bags. It's not made lem money. Yeah, but sorry, it's done all right. <laughs> it's covered its marketing. <laughs> Not yet. Um, no, look, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I um, I find it. Uh, I understand some of the more negative reviews. Um, uh, I mean, Metacritic have this at forty five, um, which is not good at all. Ouchies. Um, I think the Matrix is like 69 or 67 on there. Um, so obviously, so burn that website. Um, it is just an aggregator. <laughs> it is just an aggregator. Yeah. Um, and it is... Burn multiple websites well, then. yeah. Let's burn multiple websites. Or burn multiple yeah. critics. That's an option. You know? So that that's a call yeah. to our listeners there to attack any critics that you see. Obviously, don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that. God, why are you doing that? You know, because you want to make them the ghosts. Ah, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Look, I, I really enjoyed this film. I I, I don't think it's particularly... Um, 
I, I wouldn't say it's a classic by any means. Uh, I'll give it a four bloob. Um, if this was Stranger Things, the movie, mm-hmm. um, I'd be mm-hmm. like, I'd be really disappointed. Um, I think a lot of people probably see the Ghostbusters franchise as like a kid's film. It, it, it really mm-hmm. isn't. Ghostbusters 1. It isn't at all. You know, okay, it's a comedy and it's got some funny ghosts and Slimer, big green ghost. And then you've got the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. You know, hilarious. You know, again, they're not ghosts, yeah. are they? They're these clearly monsters. <laughs> um, Slimer, Slimer's, he's transparent. So, and he goes yeah. through walls. He's a transparent monster, in my opinion. I, I don't no. know. No, ghosts I mean, for me should have some sort of humanoid vibe to them. I don't know. I don't know what the. <clears throat> I'm not an expert on the. Uh, but um, but no, I so so on that. I think Ghostbusters Afterlife is probably one of the more, um, uh, one of the films that would more closely resemble that kind of PG, like tag, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Having said that, I really enjoyed it. And uh, and to to echo some of the things that you said, Len, I think you're spot on in to terms echo. of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that bit, <laughs> yeah, you know, I knew it was going to happen. Um, I turned to Cheryl and I was like, "Here we go, we're gonna gonna hear the ecto," and they did it, and I was like, "Yeah, brilliant! I don't care if I saw it coming." You know, sometimes yeah. you go to a restaurant and you order something very basic because you're like, "Look, I know what I Compound like." Pal chicken. Yeah, just I'll just have the mm. chicken, please. This is mm. a pizza place, but okay. <laughs> <One more chicken. laughs> um, yeah, uh. but but it was I I loved it, and um, without going into to spoilers, um, I, I you could see how it was gonna go, um, and that's fine. I thought the kids were great. Um, it would be very easy for some of those kids to be really really annoying. Um, but they weren't, and um, I think it probably helps that the quality of of child acting now is very high, particularly with some of the casting that you've seen in um, some of these TV shows. So yeah, look, I I really enjoyed it. It kind of did what I expected it to do, um, and I quite like the fact that there are some stars in this that you know kind of take a step back a little bit. This could very easily have been a Paul Rudd's Ghostbusters, and it isn't. Um, so I'll give it four bloops. Lovely stuff. Yeah, you actually reminded me that, um, weirdly enough, today my mum sent me a photo of me as a four-year-old in a Ghostbusters outfit. Didn't even know I watched it yesterday, just out of nowhere. She hasn't sent a photo of me as a child for a very long time. They sent it in a Ghostbusters uniform. I was like, that is so weird. Sounded a and bit then it, you may- like you meant you were dressed as a four-year-old in a Ghostbusters costume. <laughs> no, which is no I was four years old. I was Cheap four years costume. old in, the, years in old, a Ghostbusters You were as uniform. a four-year-old in a Ghostbusters. Because when I was watching the film, I kept turning to Mel, my partner, going, I, I said to her when we started watching it, I said, you've seen Ghostbusters, right? And she said, no. And I was like, what? Pardon. Yeah, she hasn't seen Ghostbusters. So then the whole way through the film, I was like, I had a proton pack. I had a ghost trap. I had a really large model of the Ecto-1. I was wondering where that was going to go then. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then when you said, John, it's not, you know, the original Ghostbusters wasn't for kids. Like for me, 
it encapsulates a lot of my childhood because I did have all of those um, those toys. I was obsessed with Ghostbusters to the same level I was with like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. For me, it was they were like the same. Mm-hmm. And I'll always remember just before we get onto spoilers that my dad had an amazing jukebox. Gaz, you've probably seen my jukebox. It's actually from like the <laughs> 1950s. Um, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> and uh, oh, I've seen both. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah true <laughs> and and as a kid i didn't know much about 50s or 60s music um obviously or 70s or 80s music and weird but my dad filled the jukebox or 90s music or 2000s music my dad filled this jukebox with all of these vinyls um through from the decade through the decades 50s 60s 70s 80s music and the only song that i knew um <laughs> in the jukebox was um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call by uh, Ray, Ray Davis Jr. or whatever it is? No, and not Ray Davis Ray Parker Jr. Jr. Who's Ray sorry. Davis Jr.? <laughs> King L. That's one of your 50s jazz artists, uh, Ray, I think. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I remember just dancing around uh, to, to, to that song like all the time. I just put it on repeat, on repeat, on repeat on the jukebox. So, yeah, just a little story there. What was the dance? Um just do something I across here and I'll describe let's just it. Say, nah. <laughs> Don't do, do that with your hand. I'll leave it up to the... <laughs> where, what, where's that going? No, don't worry about it. Um, oh, no, I'll leave it up to the imagination. But yeah, just a little... Jesus little, Christ. <laughs> little Ghostbusters story for you there. Um, just taking you back to my childhood. Well, funnily enough, weird, I... Um, weird childhood. So my, uh, my brother was a DJ. My brother's a little bit older than me. And one of the first things that he bought me yeah. as a kid was a Ghostbusters vinyl. Um, mm. And obviously the, the original Ghostbusters vinyl was a red vinyl with a with the white ghost on it. Um, but it was glowing in the dark. Yep. So he, he used to play it in the dark and you just see it, just the ghost spinning on the... It was amazing. So good. Mm. I love that. That's, cool. that's my kind of shit. Um, right. Before we jump into spoilers, just want to say once again, Happy New Year. Uh, and thank hell. you to all of our Patreons <laughs> out there Stop who... Banging that drum. Let it go, mate. <laughs> who are lovely and donate money to us every single month. Uh, we have a new Patreon, everybody, to kick off the new year. Uh, Terry Pitnick. Happy New Week. Happy, happy New Week. Uh, Terry Pitnick, thank you very much for joining the Patreon club. Terry Pitnick. Exclusive. Yeah. Pitnick. Not picnic, so yeah, not like the chocolate. Oh, stop nitpicking um, picnics. N- nitpick, pick. That's very good. Mm. That's very. Yeah. You almost nailed that, John. But yes, Terry. Thank you very much for joining the Patreon Club. Uh, your support is extremely valuable to us. Uh, so thanks very much. You will get uh, obviously access to the bonus content, and there is more bonus content coming to the Patreon. Everyone, hold. Hold on to something. It's coming. It's definitely on its way. Um, so, yes, thank you very much. Um, and if you would like to join the Patreon and support this podcast any way you can, you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash fan And on there, you'll see the various tiers of sponsorship. Um, you know, you got you guys make this podcast uh, Thanks, possible Terry. for us by giving us any form of donations. As we said, this isn't our full-time job, so any, yeah. any donations. You is, guys is... pay for this podcast so we don't have to. Essentially. <laughs> exactly. I hope none of you have ants at your picnic. Oh. Mm. There you go. 
Don't know what that was. Anyway, <laughs> let's jump into spoilers. Uh, so I thought we'd just be very loosey goosey about this, as oh, you know. My word. Um, no, she's not. She's not coming. Here we go. Why is this um, a phrase that keeps happening? I don't know. Happy New this Year, Lucy um, Goosey. What's going on? <laughs> John's mate. So this is the spoiler chat. Um, I want to ask your opinion first of all, just about you know the new the new busters, as I've put in my notes, the new busters. Um, Busting makes me feel Phoebe good. Spengler. <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, Phoebe adult. Spengler, so adult. Trevor Trevor Spengler. Yeah. Mm. Uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, Lucky. What do you reckon to these this this gang of four? Are you happy with them? Who was the standout? It's got to be Phoebe, isn't Phoebe. it? Phoebe, Phoebe, easy, easy, next, easy, next, yeah, next. <laughs> Get on with it. No, look, let's <laughs> let's 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 give give her the credit she deserves. Really, like really good. Um, great character, great acting as well. And, great jokes. And can I Great tell jokes. You, oh, the jokes are terrific. John, I thought they are. I thought you would love some of those jokes. Yeah, really good. Um really well you should yeah. as well. They're all dad jokes, man. No, I did. I did. Yeah. Often. I wrote a few down. Um <laughs> and I, I thought she gave a really this is a weird thing to say, but if you were told play the granddaughter of Egon Spengler I reckon she did that perfectly. Like that is exactly mm. what I would imagine um, that she'd yeah. be like. So well done to her. Um, yeah, sorry, it, but is that a bit on the nose? No, is that a bit silly though? Given that she's never met her granddad. Yeah, but some things are innate, aren't they? There's, she, there's obviously a scientific mm. curiosity. I'd say, a... I'd say like the nose shape rather than sense of humour. <laughs> Um, but hey, look, you know, <laughs> biology is is not my forte. Um, mm. Yeah. Oh, they've got the same hair and glasses. She... Why? Why? Mm. Who's your dad? I I thought she was. <laughs> yeah. Egon as well. <laughs> um. She uh, oh, no, that line between <laughs> funny and also just being this sort of like. A kid, she's definitely on the spectrum, yeah. isn't she? She's playing a character that's, that's on the spectrum, and I, I thought she did a fantastic job of that. Um, Neurodiverse, her, at, at least. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, I think, I think her relationship with with her grandfather, albeit in a um, posthumous, you know, spirit, post- spirit, post- spirit, yes, 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 spiritual way, yeah. I found that to be uh, very sweet. And uh, mm. we'll get on to the end later. But, you know, I almost had a tear in my eye. It was lovely. Um, <laughs> just talking about Harold Ramis quickly, who obviously sadly passed away uh, about seven years ago now. Um, it was always thought that obviously any uh, previous iteration of the Ghostbusters uh, failed sequels that were going to be made. Um, th- th- he was going to be in it, but obviously he wasn't able to be in this. But then he was able to be in this, which I thought was um, quite interesting. Yeah, was he though? As a well, his spirit was in it, and I think <laughs> that's the thing that counts. And that's you know, so jokes on you. No, but seriously, his spirit was genuinely in it. It felt to me his spirit wasn't like, genuinely in it. Can we honestly? No, like, no. Can we draw a line on <laughs> that. Can we? Can we borrow him for a bit? Yeah. And... <laughs> But no, what did you guys think about um, 
his inclusion in the film, even a likeness, which is always, you know, quite controversial, even though there was approval for this likeness, as far as I understand it. Mm. Well, I, fucking hell, I, I really I, liked it. Mm. I really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, John. I, I I thought it was handled well, and um, I think there's a real risk, like a real risk of it coming off um, either exploitative, either seeming exploitative, or yep it's too sort of cheesy but i thought that they found balance really well um i was really glad that he was in it and i thought aside from his literal kind of spirit being represented that a lot of the film had his character in it as well um so i yeah. I, I loved it i, I really liked it I, I do know that um is it uh, Jason Reitman, the director? Yep. So his his favorite character when he was a kid was Egon um, Spangler. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so really cool that he got to sort of include it, and you can tell that it comes from a a good hearted place, place of fandom. I think. All right, John, you wanted to say something there? Yeah. Um, it is good that he's in it. Do you not find it as <clears throat> as Ghostbusters fans? Do you not find it slightly depressing to know that Egon ended up just being this recluse? Yep. I do agree that that was actually what I was about to say to you guys is my next point was I do that conversation with Dan Aykroyd um, uh, that when she's in jail and she calls and says, you know, who who's she going to call? That's a great line that gets mentioned there in the film. Um it it that broke my heart a little bit. I was like, "What? What do you mean?" So after Ghostbusters two, you all just you know completely fucking fell apart. And and Egon was this the way he talks about Egon. He says like he hates him. Obviously, he doesn't. But it's really got to me. I was like, Jesus. But I think that's kind of reflective of real life because there's a big falling out, wasn't there, between Bill Murray there was. and um and Harold Ramis. So um I I wondered whether it was a bit of a a sort of nod to that because they did make up just before he died um and it was yeah I, I wonder if it was a bit of a a reference to the fact that they did spend years kind of not liking each other and that uh, i think i think they sort of all kind of admitted that it was just all a bit of a misunderstanding as well in real life which is is kind <laughs> of uh, they the route that they go down is that he was actually right spengler was right to, to yeah you know what he thought was happening was correct so they're giving him credit yeah it's sad but i get it okay well that's good because he's very very sad but we'll get on to um the original ghostbusters the og ghostbusters a bit later on in this chat um also, also sorry just just quickly how how much do you buy into this whole thing where everyone has no idea who the Ghostbusters are, particularly Egon in this little mm-hmm. rural town? Where it's, like, it's just some mad, just some mad guy that just lives on his own in a house. Yep, definitely buy it a hundred percent. And there's actually moments in this film where they watch YouTube clips because obviously someone we're ready to believe <laughs> you. someone retrospectively added the advert and all this ghostbusters clips to youtube which is kind of what happened you know when youtube first surfaced people and and like facebook people used to like take photos of their old photos and upload them it was bizarre and you would 
totally the Ghostbusters happened in a time where it it kind of would be remembered in archive clips uh, and stuff like that, but there's not this instant uh, media buzz, billions of views um, that, that you know didn't exist back then. So I totally, totally, one hundred percent buy the fact that the Ghostbusters faded into complete I, um, yeah. history w- I without think, any recollection I of think, what happened. I think Seriously. you're right in terms of like. I agree. Somebody, somebody like Spengler could go to a rural village in the middle of nowhere and get away with yep. it. There's no way if that happened in 1984. There's no way that everybody great year wouldn't remember the time that New York was attacked by millions of ghosts. A giant marshmallow man. Yeah. No, a giant marshmallow man. Giant <laughs> marshmallow. <laughs> man. Like, yeah. Who's forgetting that? Honestly, come on. <laughs> That's not um, happening, is it? It's kind of like Watchmen, right? Where everyone's like the this giant octopus squid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, squid. In yeah. the in the HBO TV series, that kind of changes the course of you know political history, history and yeah. Um, I I sort of agree with both of you. Um, that I guess the problem that I have is if if, if it was the younger generation. You know, people that are more interested in the size of fucking Kim Kardashian's ass than, you know, actual fucking policies, then, yeah, I would kind of buy it. If it was like a young shopkeeper, it was just, oh, yeah, it's just some creepy old guy that comes in. Fair enough. But, I mean, the shopkeeper himself is an old guy. He would definitely remember. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's ass. He would definitely <laughs> remember the size of her ass because I think we all do. Yeah. Um, he would definitely Agreed. remember that there was a, a fucking giant marshmallow man in New York. You know that would be a big thing in history. But I, I could maybe sort his of memories going. So well, maybe, maybe. Um, so, but some of them do know about it. Some of them do know about it. Some, though. some of them like like podcast knows. Uh, Paul Rudd knows. You know, he says, "What you've never heard of the Ghostbusters?" Like that, like he says it like they are celebrities. Yeah, but he yeah. says it like, you know, an obscure TV show that some people go, you know, if you're talking to the right sorts of people, then yeah, of course I've heard of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Whereas if you <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah. Yeah. But guys, you're forgetting that in Ghostbusters 2, our favourite Ghostbusters film, a lot of the inhabitants of New York still don't believe what actually happened. So... You know, no, but they do at the end of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, 2 when fucking Statue of Liberty yeah, comes alive. Yeah, they singing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, that's when they remember that. But yeah. I'm just saying, originally, they're sent to the fucking insane let's, asylum. Let's be fair. There, there are still people who don't who don't believe that we walked on the moon. So, And you think we did land on the moon, did you? <laughs> More for yeah. you, mate. Yeah. Can, we talk about, can we talk about podcasts for a minute? Because I think he's excellent yeah. as well. Um, he, he is excellent. He has a good line when he's like... When uh, Phoebe says she doesn't believe in ghosts, which again in this universe where 1984 has happened in New York, everybody knows that ghosts are real now. Like that's beyond or monsters. Men. Monsters are real. Um, and then he's just like, "What? But what? All the all the evidence and uh, that that's a, uh, that is so true of today, isn't it?" Like some of the conversations you have with people, and it's just like, but, but all the evidence, COVID, yeah, <laughs> yeah but you don't know um, what's in the vaccine, podcast. do you? So don't. <laughs> well, I do, and my 
my internet signal is much improved <laughs> since I got vaccinated. Mm. Um, no, you're right. You're right, Gaz. Podcast is a fantastic addition uh, to the team, and his his uh, level of um, sort of camaraderie with Phoebe is actually brilliant. Yeah. And obviously, pod- podcast dear to our hearts for it, for his name. Um, I, for one, would love to check out his podcast. It seems like a messy, messy production. So I could teach him a thing or two about um, producing and maybe some post-production in there to make his job a bit easier, you know? Um, then maybe Dan Aykroyd will listen to our podcast. Who who, who knows? Um, what did you guys think about using the um, the, the, the storyline of Goza and the Keymasters from the original, um, which obviously is brilliant in terms of in the original is brilliant i love um i love the way it looked with the huge skyscraper and the two dogs standing like gargoyles in a church you know and dogs. the whole idea of possession <laughs> they were, well, they're my, well i don't know what you uh, i brought possessed? my dogs Even with me dogs. <laughs> yeah um hey in ghostbusters one lewis goes here doggy like that yeah, lewis does dogs, yeah so uh, so, so did you like that going back full circle? Yeah, I, I, um, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like, is there anything to suggest that Goes has been defeated after the first one? I, like, I quite like the no the law no. on when they're when they're in the little uh, cavern or whatever you want to call it, the depths yep. of uh, yeah, um, and you see all the dates. Obviously, you got eighty four and you got twenty twenty one. They're obviously smart enough to like blank it out a little bit, so it's not like oh, there's a sequel in 2024. Um, yeah, but, uh, that's what I was looking out for. Um, so, so maybe they are looking at doing a sequel. Who knows? But um, yeah, it was it was fine. Uh, like, I think it's quite mad that you know they're quite spot on with um, Goza the what they call her Gazarian. I don't know. Fuck, you know, whatever it's called. Gozarian. She's Goza the Gozarian. Goza the Gozarian. Yeah. Yeah, no Goza. joke. Goza. Um, uh, it's like Gary Gruberson. Yeah, she looks good. So. She looks good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think the film does go a bit silly when it, it gets into the Goza <laughs> stuff later on, um, which is kind of why it doesn't necessarily cook. I know the original is silly and this is also going to be silly, but something just didn't feel right. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but anyway, we'll get on to that. Later. Well, I mean, um, look, they did, here's, a, here's it, a quick thing. Here's, sorry, guys. Here's yeah, a quick on. thing. Why the fuck was J.K. Simmons in this film? Yeah, what the fuck? That was, is weird. That was bizarre. He was playing uh, Evo Shandor, who had sort of... And, and and this is a kind of a bit of filled-in law. It's like, it doesn't really tell you this throughout the film, but this guy built this town to try and resurrect Goza or something. It's just, just thrown in there. It's kind of weird. Um, J.K. Simmons, well, bizarre. There's, there's a couple of things here where why that's good, though. One... It might just be because he loves Ghostbusters and wanted to be in it. Um, two, when it's someone like that, there's no way you're expecting him to be killed immediately. Um, and that just <laughs> yeah, adds to yeah, it. True. So it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, that was good. Uh, would I have preferred it if it was Tom Cruise? Definitely. That would have been like, yes, yes. oh, Tom Cruise is in this. Oh, he's dead, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it might have landed a little bit more. Um, but maybe that's that's probably what it was. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say with the the Goza stuff and the doggies, um, I thought I I really liked it and I and I liked the the effects that they used and the fact that it was a little yep. bit a little bit hokey, right. 
Um, practical. Practical. The dogs at, time, at times yeah. were practical effects. Correct. And I was like, yes. Yeah. That's how, what they how were in the original. How good is that? As a... Yeah. Um, uh, and look, they literally recreated some of the scenes, um, you know, like yeah. with with Paul Rudd, as Gary character, with his shirt ripped in probably the exact same position exact as same Lewis's way. shirt was ripped. Um but I don't mind that. I I liked it. I thought um, maybe I would be more critical of a different franchise or a different film. Mm. Um, yeah, hundred percent. At at that point, I'd kind of bought in, and I thought they'd they'd done enough to 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 get me hooked and to forgive any any kind of minor transgressions. I loved it. It was another thing for me actually that that added to my enjoyment of the film was the the calling back to that that uh, storyline. And the effects themselves, just talking about not only the practical effects, but I thought the proton streams uh, looked incredible. I, I, I something they looked so good, uh, like, but not entirely divorced real. from the original. I don't think. No, was, exactly, exactly. Yeah. They looked kind of like the original, and they looked kind of real. Like, what do you mean? They were like effects. Yeah. They were that. Surely good. they just used the, <laughs> I, the real ones from the first one. <laughs> the proton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, confused it no and like I thought it was a smart move to use John and not Slimer in this because I was like oh Slimer's <laughs> going to come back but no, they used Muncher which I thought was a but nice why touch why did Slimer not come back get John in get John in <laughs> because they they wanted to use Muncher Muncher's a, a been in the canon before he's been oh, in yeah. Ghostbusters canon like animation and shit yeah big time mm. big time Muncher so <laughs> I thought that was quite interesting um so I, I really like the effects and the sound effects, like I said, just glorious, glorious use. When the proton pack turns on, that 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 noise to me is one of the greatest sound effects of all time. It's just brilliant. And of course, John, do your little thing again. What? What the ecto? Ecto one. Do ecto one. Can only yeah. do it once. Yeah, do it. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like that, isn't it? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved it. Um, oh, thanks. Okay, and to- <laughs> easily impressed. Yeah, yours too. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about the little marshmallow men? Yeah, yeah silly, very Didn't silly. Work for you? Okay, that proper new, I was, cash. I was, I was sitting there thinking, proper cash was- grab. That. Yeah. that that was that was the thing. The one thing I liked is how like brutal they were because I, I watched this with Shell. Yes, and once it's like yes, they're like yeah. Yippee! And they're just cooking their mate alive. <laughs> and Shell's face is like, yes. "Oh my god, I'm cracking up." So, so that I so do good. like that they're just so yeah menacing, maniacal. Yeah, they're mani- Yeah, they're maniacal and mm. kind of sinister. I loved it. But, yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean look, it's needless. It's it's needless, but I I thought it kind of worked. Of course you like, did. They were funny. Of course you did. You've already ordered the little figurines. So yeah, I, I know you. I already got one. Yeah, room full of. No, Porgs but and... the new version. <laughs> yeah, you've got them like climbing over a toaster or something. Look, I've got this Ghostbusters toaster. It's just covered in little yeah. marshmallow men. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is very impractical. Can sit, next, can, sit next, <laughs> can sit next to my Porgs and my Transformers. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, fucking, you know what I'm like with uh, merch, as it were. Yes. Um, all right, I want to wrap up the conversation talking about... Um, the return of the OG Ghostbusters, um, including the uh, ghost of Egon 
um what did you think when they showed up i <clears throat> i have to say from my perspective i was a bit like it it was a bit weird how they just turned up all of a sudden um Hello. and it felt very short yeah it felt very short um however i will say that um bill murray's uh, character is exactly the same yeah i thought the jokes were very good i thought they he'd spoke exactly how he did during the original so I, I bought all of it it's not like i didn't buy them as characters anymore i totally was bought into it um but the biggest thing for me was the moment of silence where egon's ghost guides the proton um pack stream thing uh, in phoebe's hand i thought that was very sweet um and it really uh it choked me up a bit i thought it was beautiful i thought it was beautiful what did you guys think yeah no, look, I'll, I'll, I, I will. Uh, normally, I crack up when you say something like that. You thought it was beautiful that a CGI yeah, thought, ghost yeah. of a guy that's dead <laughs> um, has been brought back for you know to obviously get this film more money at the box office. So normally, I'd be like, "Fucking <laughs> hell, they, they, you have, they've got you hook, line, and sinker." However, um, we're obviously massive Ghostbusters fans, so I'll, uh, I'll let that go. Yeah. Um, Yay. It's a, but again, it's and I hate to say this actually. Um, it's just so depressing. But I've said this before. Ghostbusters one is one of my Christmas films. So when Ghost, when Christmas comes along, you've obviously got your Home Alones and your standard Christmas films. Ghostbusters one is I watch yeah. that every every year. Um, yeah. and yeah. I'd watch this a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's just. It just makes me think I'm I'm going to be dead soon because these guys they look dead, they are so old now. <laughs> they look old. They look so yeah. old. Like I mean, Ernie Hudson looks terrific. Um, he does look good. He looks good. And Dan Aykroyd. I mean, I, I I saw him on the Joe Rogan podcast not too long ago. Anyway, um, but I mean, Bill Murray, Jesus man. It like I I he he gives me Harrison Ford vibes where he's kind of like you probably just think he can't be asked with any of this and and he can still play yeah. his character but part of it does feel a bit you know I I remember going mental when Emma called uh, Mark Hamill wooden and I was like you're fucking wooden <laughs> um, but there are parts of Bill Murray here that is a bit. It's a bit wooden, isn't it? It's a mm. bit. He's playing well, his character, well, but mm. is it that good? Is it? Famously, he didn't want to do this, the, any sequel to the Ghostbusters ever. That's a very famous thing. He was always the roadblock between uh, a lot of the scripts that got sort of greenlit, essentially. But a lot of the studios felt they couldn't make a good sequel without his character, Venkman's character, because he's so good. Like he's the, the the biggest character in that franchise, so I get what you mean by that. But for once, you know, I felt because it was only he's only in like three scenes. I was like, he, I felt like he was okay being there, and I felt like he did a good job. Um, you know, I was happy with their chemistry again. I liked it. It was very sweet. Um, uh, Gareth, you liked it. I did like it. Um, and again, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm soft, softening um, since becoming a father or something. But I, I, I feel like I, I would normally have been way more cynical about this. And I just wasn't. 
I really liked it. I was I was happy that they turned up. I was happy with the level of contribution that they made, which was significant, but it wasn't the telling contribution. Um, and I I didn't mind any of their performances, to be honest. I know what you're saying, John. I I, I get it. But again, I'm I'm just going to take that cynical hat off for this one. Um, do you know? I I know that like having seen interviews with him since and. John, you you got us onto the the movies that made us um, show. Uh, Ernie Hudson was like, he came across pretty pissed off with how Ghostbusters turned out for him. Um, well, yeah, because of the rewrites. I think and stuff. His, his, yeah, all the rewrites. He, he ended up being massively underwritten. Yeah, because they think... wanted fucking Eddie Murphy in it. That's why. Yeah, well, uh, and and that's brutal. But he he came in, and in this, he probably he probably had as many lines, if not more, than Dan Aykroyd. I mean, I know that none of them had like <laughs> significant parts of this film, but but they but they obviously sort of they were they were making him one of the gang, which I think is maybe. Uh, missing from from the OG Ghostbusters. Well, I mean, the, the most telling sign there is that he's like, "Well, I'm taking the Eto One." So yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Why exactly. do you get? Yeah, yeah. Dan yeah. Aykroyd paid for that. <laughs> I'm not even going to use his real name. Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> yeah. he paid for that in the film. That's Ray. his. Yeah. So if anything, unless he owes him money from gambling debts or whatever, like he decides that he's taking Eto One. Unbelievable. Maybe if you were Eddie Murphy, you could take it. But... <laughs> Imagine if Eddie Murphy was in it instead. Oh, we can we can afford him oh now. God. Reboot. He he owes, he owes him all the money from the birthday parties that they went around doing at the start of <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters too. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, it's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, well, that's it then. That's it for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, it has lived, um, and we enjoyed it. <laughs> it was definitely a much more enjoyable uh, film than some of the other trash we've been watching recently. <laughs> But um, I, 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 you know, I will say I don't. I don't think we need any more. In my heart, I think this was a lovely one and done situation. One hundred percent. All the boys yep. ag- agree with that. Um, you know, we did want more Watchmen, never got it. But this is definitely going to be one and done. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the the difference with Watchmen is that there's there's so much there's more material in that universe. Like, so they could be done with with those characters in Watchmen. Um, but there, there's so much more to to explore there. Um, there. There's enough on TV, and Stranger Things would be one of those things where you can see that it's got those Ghostbusters vibes, that eighties vibe. Like I'm, I'm happy to to see the Ghostbusters influence live on in other like shows, films. They can Not hand this. the baton over. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hand over the proton pack. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was Be careful, that's exactly real. Same thing there, John. Um, so yeah, steady on. Um, but yeah, I I do think that that this was a was a lovely lovely Sunday film, a lovely family film. So please do uh, watch it if you've you know if you've not seen. Don't this need film, a family to watch like it. Ghostbusters. Uh, if you've got a three you month old, one. perfect. Nah, yeah, just make sure the volume's down. Um, but yep, that's it for Ghostbusters Afterlife. I want to thank my uh, fellow Ghostbuster Gareth and the ghost that we caught, John, the muncher John. Monster. I want to thank you for joining yeah. us today. 
yeah um so thank you very much boys uh thank you to everyone who listened um let us know your thoughts on ghostbusters afterlife you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com or get in touch with us on any of our social channels twitter instagram facebook all in the show notes if you need a direct link to them uh we will return next week as usual every tuesday releasing all the time for you the listeners thank you john thank you gareth thank you and uh who are you gonna call fan critical that's who bye bye don't put that in jesus christ <laughs>
Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.